Hello and welcome. This is Chris Marquardt. You're listening to Curiously Polar, our little show about the well, the poles. <laughs> and with me as usual. Yeah, I never know how to start these episodes. With me as usual is Henry. Henry, good morning. A wonderful good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful. Um, yeah, we talked about melting Greenland. We talked about disappearing cultures in the last episode. Uh, a completely different topic today. Might have to do with the disappearing cultures. Let's find out. Um, it's a topic that we have, uh, that I have talked with Mario about in an earlier episode. Um, and the interesting thing is, and it's whaling. We're talking about whaling. And the interesting thing for me now is that uh, Mario is a marine biologist. So he had a very specific view on the topic of whaling. Um, you are more in the in the geology and... and uh, um, how can we say, in, in political area. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, geop geopolitics, definitely. Uh, so I w I'm really interested in what you what, what your viewpoint on this is. I think it might be a great compliment to the other episodes. I, I think so too. But it's interesting that you started, there might be a connection to uh, disappearing cultures. Can you explain that a bit? Well, just just the thought that whaling used to be um, to my knowledge, used to be one of the big major industries because, uh, as far as I know, most of our most of our modern development has wouldn't have been possible with without a mass of whale products, and there are definitely cultures who uh, lived by whaling only, and whaling is not as big as it used to be. So that must definitely have had some some influence on the cultures it has indeed um on the other hand it's also uh the other way around because w we hunted whales so much that a lot of species disappeared mm -hmm. and you can actually see and that's a, that's an interesting um thing you can see how the whale hunting history the industrial whale hunting history um it was just following waves, and um, it followed certain species. And when the species got rarer and rarer, they just um, had a little break, and then they th they switched to other species. So they actually um, caught whales to almost to extinction, and then they just switched to um, other species. And uh, when you see that, uh, especially in the Arctic region for um, indigenous people, then you see that they are um, hunting whales for for millennia um, as part of their culture but also just to um, provide food for themselves it's not an industrial scale and when we are talking about whale bands and um, saving all the whales then we are also um, fighting against those indigenous cultures to uh, provide yeah a living for themselves I mean whaling used to be an in an industrial thing, uh, mainly for the products that that we're, we're looking at that come from whales, right? So we have the bones, we have the we have the the oil, we have the meat for for eating. But so the the, the, uh, the two main products from whales have been oil and uh, the baleen of baleen whales. So the baleen plates they have in the mouth. Um, what were they used for? Uh, they were used for corsets, for example. Ah, okay, okay. So that was a, a very important fashion um, 
uh, product back in the days. The oil was used for uh, street lamps, for industrial machinery, and I actually recently read an article that the um, German army still uses whale oil to maintain very old machinery, and there is no um, substitute product for that. I, I I read that too, that there's uh, still some reserves at least of that oil to be able to, yeah, to, to oil some very specific machinery that kind of needs that oil. And this brings us actually to a very interesting it's not, point. It's not putting a good light on the German army, to be exactly. honest. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's also um, contraproductive if you see the position um, Germany has in the International Whaling Com uh, Commission, for example. Does Germany have a position there? Oh, they have a very clear position that um, bans whaling. On the so, other hand, they, they are buying products on, on, on the market. <laughs> so mm. this is very, very interesting. Um, but also, when you, uh, when you talk about whaling, then everybody points fingers to um, three countries. Mm -hmm. That's mainly, what are those three countries? Pretty well, sure you know them. Mm, Japan. Yeah. Norway. Yeah. Iceland. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it depends on what source you are um, using. Sometimes Greenland pop up, uh, pops up as well, and sometimes Canada. But uh, both Canada and Greenland are um, into Aboriginal whaling, which means it's the indigenous people who are um, hunting for themselves, not for export, not for um, for the market, but just for themselves. So when we talk about industrial or commercial whaling, then it's those three Uh, countries, um, Japan, Norway, and um, Iceland. And Iceland actually has a very interesting history because um, when you uh, talk to people in Iceland, then um, some of them tend to say, yeah, it's our tradition. Um, we, we used to do that traditionally. And when you dig into history, that's um, actually not really true. Because whales really? always have, have been um, kind of a bycatch. It was never the main reason why um, fishermen went out on sea. But there are whaling ships in Iceland. There are whaling ships, indeed, yes. Now we have um, two or three companies doing uh, whale hunting. We have one company which is very famous internationally, that's Kvalur um, Hawaf, which basically means whale. Um, famous or infamous? Um, well, Depends on, it, your, on, your on, on your point exactly. of view, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And um, this company has um, a permit to hunt fin whales, and that's actually where the um, discussion starts. Isn't there the the main whale that's being caught today uh, minke whales? Indeed, but um, hunting minke whales is less provocative than fin whales because Why? fin whales are a one of the great whales, b the second largest animal on this planet. Mm -hmm. and see there is a debate if that species is still endangered or not. And depending on the sources you're using, you will find, I mean, that goes for all the species that are hunted from, uh, of those nations, you will find very different population statuses in, in, uh, in the literature. However, if you just use the IWC um, um, calculation there, then you see that um, we we are talking about 100,000 animals um, worldwide. It's considered to be uh, vulnerable. And that makes it, of course, quite um, controversial to hunt fin whales. 
And and uh, just just as a quick interjection here, um, anyone who's interested in the difficulty to actually get those numbers because it is not easy to count whales because you cannot three dimensionally search through the water. So it's it's much harder than counting. I don't know sheep, for example. Um, Marion Marion, I did an episode uh, very early in this show, episode eight, that is. Uh, about exactly that so if you want some more background in why it is difficult and how they actually do it and how much those numbers can be trusted then yeah please listen to episode eight it was, that was really very memorable for me the interesting thing is um that whale hunting and the population trends or number of of individuals goes hand in hand because um, Japan for quite some time declared their um, whaling activities as scientific whaling, uh, scientific research. So they actually hunted um, mature minke whales, mainly. So pregnant minke whales um, to see how the population develops. And most of the numbers we can see today in scientific link, uh, literature about the development of uh, minke whales and individuals of minke whales in, in the in the oceans is based on what um, Japanese scientists declare on their hunting activities. And this is kind of um, obscure when you when you see, when you follow the, uh, the discussion, the debate about um, uh, whaling activities in the world. Hmm. Okay. So, so they isn't there an official body that uh, official organization that? Um, okay. Well, before I ask these questions, um, I mean, in the public opinion, whaling is a bad thing, right? It has become. Yes. Or in 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 the, in the majority of the public opinion, whaling is a bad thing. It has um, become in, in the eighties. Yeah. And and do you think that is the reason why the Japanese declare their whaling to be scientific so they can get no. around this public opinion, no. or why is no, it? I, honestly, um, I, I think the Japanese they don't give a dime about the public opinion on on uh, whaling activities. Okay. The the reason why they hunt under the scientific um, banner is very simple. When the International Whaling Commission. Um, it initiated their moratorium in, in 1986 on, on whaling, which basically banned all whaling on um, great whales. They left a loophole, and this little loophole was hunting for scientific research. And um, Japan used that loophole. Um, Japan actually um, has put that loophole into that um, uh, moratorium. It was kind of of a hmm, of a, comp a compromise from uh, the IWC to be able to start that moratorium. The IWC is something you, you have to understand uh, wasn't initially found to um, save all the whales in the world. The IWC is an industrial organization which had the um, the intention to take care that the stocks are recovering for later industrial exploitation. And just over the years, when the um, the public opinion on whales and whale whaling itself um, just developed and changed, the position of the IWC changed. And it's more interesting because looking on the website, the first thing I read is the IWC is the global body charged with the conservation of whales. 
Indeed. And the management of whaling. So that's the second part of it. Indeed. But the original purpose found in the in the statutes is provide for the proper conservation of whale stocks and thus make possible the orderly development of the whaling industry. Mm, okay. So that's in the in the in the status of um, of IWC, but you find it very hard um, on on their website actually. So it changed um, the purpose, the intention of the IWC changed quite a lot through history from an industrial um, body into a protection body. And um, in in 2018, last year, there was this big meeting where the members of the IWC actually decided that um, that the IWC is a protection body and um, is there to protect the whale populations in the oceans. Um, Japan, back in the days, member of the IWC, um, tried to to, um, get the IWC to allow limited hunting again, um, commercial hunting. And... There was a huge debate for years. Um, Japan tries to get those um, those permits, official permits, for years because <clears throat> what what we have to understand is since RWC used to be an, an industrial body, this moratorium, um, which was initiated in 1986, was intended to take care that the population can or the populations can recover, and after that, allow. Uh, sustainable whaling again. So Japan agreed to that moratorium in 68 um, under pressure of the United States. That's just a side story. But they agreed under the impression that this moratorium is temporarily mm-hmm. and will allow a commercial whaling later on. And over the last years, they just figured that um, the vast majority in the IWC is not willing to allow co- uh, commercial whaling again. So so the IWC, despite being an industrial organization, um, pretty much decided early on to, to side with the public opinion. I wouldn't say early on. Uh, it took them some 40 years. But, oh, okay, um, okay, yes. okay. Yes, in, in, in the 80s, they decided to, to uh, follow the... It wasn't really following the public opinion. It was more uh, a necessity out of the, um, the reason that the uh, commercial whaling has lowered the populations that much that some of the species were um, near to extinction. Or have been extinct. Some, some whale species aren't there anymore. Indeed. And um, the, the IWC just uh, wanted to make sure that this industry still has a foundation. And that changed in the 20, 30, 40 years since then and um, changed into a conservation um, body. And this is very interesting from a, a position of, of Japan. When you when you are a member of that and um, you sign a moratorium in the um, hope that you can conduct your commercial whaling uh, in a couple of years from now and you figure out uh, over this couple of years, the body just changed its purpose uh, tremendously then you can understand um, Japan's decision to leave the IWC last year. Mm-hmm. The end of last year, they actually um, left with a declaration that they allow um, commercial whaling from this June on, from June 2000, uh, 2019. And they did. So they left the IWC. That was a, a big outcry um, in the world. And um, a lot of uh, news Outlets uh, claimed um, Japan is leaving the IWC and is lifting its 
uh, cover of scientific um, research and is hunting commercially again. Hasn't that happened? I, th I, I remember reading somewhere that Japan wasn't in the I IWC anymore. Yeah, they left in they, December they 2018. December 2018, okay. Yes. Because the decision of um, of denying the the proposal of the Japanese uh, commissioner to allow commercial whaling um, led to the fact that Japan just reconsidered its position in the IWC and just stated that the um, intention of the moratorium has uh, not been fulfilled. They are they, there is no intention to um, end the moratorium and allow commercial whaling. So. Japan actually just took the only logical step for for their industry and just decided to leave the IWC and um, give the, their their own industry own quotas. And uh, I mean, so 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 Japan has decided to not want to be responsible to any controlling body anymore. Um, but uh, how how does that compare to what they're doing now? Do, do we have any numbers from Japan or is it just a closed uh, system from, from the outside now? Um, they have reported uh, numbers for their scientific research program and uh, we know that they have issued permits including quotas uh, for, for this summer. For but, uh, for non-scientific non whaling, for, yeah, commercial for commercial whaling, whaling. again. Yes, exactly. Is is are the whales? I mean, what is the main purpose of hunting whales for the Japanese? Is it just culture, tradition? Is the meat so they they eat? They like eating whale meat. Mm, there are different um, statistics you can find. So different different um, research papers you you find on the acceptance of whale meat. It actually has. Um, Increased tremendously in the past 10, 15 years. So the consumption actually has lowered while the production has increased. So I have no idea what they um, mm -hmm. eventually do with uh, whale meat. They probably just mix it into um, animal food products or... Um, dog food and stuff. Dog food and that kind of stuff. Yeah, in, in, in Spitsburg, and it's um, a very common food for 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 sledge dogs yeah so it's um it might be something something similar like that in, in in japan too um however the positive outcome of um the fact that uh, japan left the iwc and um changed from scientific whaling to um commercial whaling is that the quotas have been dropped. So um, Japan is not hunting in the Southern Oceans anymore. The scientific research program um, always went down to Antarctica, and that was a big, big thing, because down in Antarctica there is barely um, a controlling body. There is mm -hmm. no one who's responsible for because it's not um, national waters. It's international waters, and um, a, a, apart from the conservation organizations like Greenpeace, uh, Sea Shepherds, and whatsoever. Um, there is no one really um, taking care or tracking um, the, the amount of whales um, catch there. So uh, Japan actually decided under this uh, commercial um, whaling to end all activities in the Southern Oceans because due to their membership of the IWC, they were allowed to um, do those scientific re research pretty much everywhere. The commercial um, 
commercial whaling is, however, linked to the own waters, to their own um, yeah, home waters in, in their uh, economic area, which means they are only allowed to hunt in the Pacific. Ah, so, okay, I understand. So, so leaving the IWC means they cannot hunt commercially hunt for whales in international waters anymore not without a big political um yeah. Yeah, disaster so there will be a lot of um of, of pressure from other countries um to just not make that happen yeah okay and uh, when we see the numbers of um uh, of the permits the way um the that Japan issued, and we're talking about 227 minky, bright, and say whales, um, which is not close as much as they hunted under the scientific umbrella. Um, 200 uh, and a few whales, um, how does that compare to the population, especially of uh, minky whales, I think? Uh, minky whales are set um, or thought to have about 200,000 oh it, it, it depends um we have different um, here as well different uh, numbers so the um IUCN red list um lists 200,000 mature individuals of the common minke whale which is um yeah common in all waters around the world mm -hmm. and then you have the antarctic minke whale and uh, this is declared near threatened, or both are declared. No, uh, the the common minke whale is least concerned, but the uh, Antarctic is near threatened, and they don't have um, a population trend on numbers here. The Jap uh, Japanese uh, claim that this population, the Antarctic population, is much more healthier than the common minke whale because there was no commercial um, whaling on the common uh, on the on the Antarctic minke whale ever, so there was no industry hunting those whales because they were simply too small. So mm -hmm. the outcome was that. Um, How big is a minky whale? A minky whale, the, the largest ever caught animal goes up to 8 meters, but they're regularly between 5 and 6 meters. Okay. And they are rather fast. They are um, too small for commercial whaling, so they just got left behind um, when the big whalers in the industrial times um, went out on sea. So, um, especially down in the in the Southern Ocean, that wasn't really a big thing until they figured that the meat of the minke whale is quite um, delicious. It's quite good, and it's comparable to beef. If you um, if you process it properly, you barely can um, find a difference between beef and minke whale. And that was when it started um, on the hunt on minke whales. That's also the reason why those. Uh, countries up in the north, Norway and uh, Iceland are mainly hunting minke whales because that's the most stable population up there. So when we're talking about 200,000 um, individuals in, in, in the oceans, then hunting 200, 300 of uh, the minke whales doesn't seem to be big. It's not a big impact, what they say. Mm -hmm. So that that is the current status, the current state of uh, whale hunting um, when it comes to the Japanese, anything from the Norwegians, the the Icelanders? Yeah, both are hunting under objection of the moratorium. So they are members of the IWC, but they don't agree with the moratorium. Okay. So they that there is no no punishment in within the IWC. So it's a non-binding. So um, it's a pretty toothless tiger. 
Indeed, yes. <laughs> okay. So the um, the, the only um, punishment they have is in bilateral um, agreements. So um, in, in 1986, when the uh, moratorium was set up, uh, Japan uh, was not going to, to agree to it. So um, the United States actually um, put pressure on Japan and... Um, uh, yeah, put, uh, yeah, forced them to agree to the um, moratorium or the fishing permits to f- to 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 fish in uh, U.S. waters for uh, Japanese uh, fish trawlers would have been revoked. So Japan had a big interest on uh, on on those fishing grounds. However, when they agreed to the moratorium just two years later, um, the United States revoked that permit anyhow. So that was. Um, pretty much uh, senseless for the Japanese, but it, it worked in that time to agree to a moratorium. And do we have any numbers on on Norway and Iceland? Hunting numbers? Yes, yes. Um, we know that um, Iceland is hunting around uh, 200 to 300 um, whales. So in the same, in the same size ratio that... Uh Dependent. Yeah, but we have to um, to to consider that the, the the largest piece here will be um, fin whales, not minkies. So minke whales are the rather small um, stake here, because minke whales are mainly hunted for domestic usage, so to, um, so to speak, for uh, feeding tourists. Uh, it's not a common product in Iceland. You can find it in the supermarket, yes, but um, it's not nothing. Um, that the regular Icelander has on its plate once a week or once a month. So tour- tourists mostly eat it, and yeah. uh, and the sledge dogs. Uh, there are not many sledge dogs in Iceland. That's true. So um, we actually have more or, or less those uh, tourist industry where the restaurants are selling so-called whale and puffin menus. So you get uh, a puffin uh, fillet for starter, and then you have a minky steak for for main course. It sounds so wrong. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a big um, a big initiative to uh, ban that from from restaurants in, in in Iceland, but you still will find it. So uh, there are a couple of places who still do that but that's also a reason why um those whaling activities are not regular so some years they just um they are not going out and and hunting minky whales because they still have um, enough in the storages um this year the biggest company decided to not go out um to hunt fin whales because the um the, the the permission was granted too late from the Icelandic um, fishing uh, fishery industry um, ministry to hunt fin whales, so the company couldn't prepare the ships in time. So they just decided to skip that season and go out next season. However, there is a big fight uh, right now between uh, two Icelandic um, ministries uh, or uh, authorities and the whaling company because the whaling company missed to um, um, to uh, submit the actual court. So they have to to write down, to list down um, their catch, and they haven't submitted that oh. to, to those authorities. And they haven't done that until now, uh, as far as I know. Uh, that puts the uh, Icelandic authorities in a position to put the permission on hold and uh, in in um yeah worst case to revoke it entirely 
And that actually um, raises another question, and that's why the company has an interest of not sharing those uh, logs, those lists of um, what they're called. So it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big question mark here. And when you have followed the uh, debate about Whale 22, which was called last year. No, which, I haven't. Um, uh, oh, there, were, there was a big catch in the beginning of the season, um, which was considered by uh, many observers as a blue whale. And blue whales are not even with Icelandic um, permits allowed to hunt. Um, the company stated, no, it's a fin whale. And uh, later uh, changed their um, argument into it's a hybrid. It indeed was a hybrid. That's what um, was analyzed by uh, DNA. And they uh, found out that this was actually a female hybrid between minky, uh, between fin whale and blue whale. And it was a pregnant one. So she was um, uh, carrying a calf and still was um, slaughtered. However, the permit has a gray area and the gray area is hybrids. So hybrids between fin whales and blue whales are not clearly um, regulated, and that made made it possible for the company to, um, yeah, hunt down a fin whale. And have I'm not sure if you've been out there whale watching one or the other time. Uh, no, not really. I've seen whales, but um, mostly on on the photo tours um, that were not specifically about whale watching. It's quite difficult to distinguish between um, blue whales and fin whales um, because both are not the typical whale. It stays on the surface for for long and just be patiently waiting for for us to, to drop by. I mean, the ma the major ways to to distinguish whales from watching from a ship is uh, the fins, exactly, and the fluke, right? Yeah, and um, at fin and blue whales, you also have the color. Um, blue whales actually have this light blue. Um, shimmering on their back while fin whales um, just simply don't. They look rather gray. And um, that made it really difficult. And now the conservation um, organizations, of course, try to make a case out of Whale 22 and try to force the Icelandic government to revoke the uh, permit for hunting um, fin whales at all. Because when we look at the whaling in Iceland, we have to to see that even if the minke whales are mainly caught for domestic usage, the fin whales are not used in Iceland at all. The only purpose for hunting fin whales is entirely the export to Japan. So all the um, great whales hunted in Icelandic waters are just exported um, to Japan. And this is something that's simply not necessary. When you see smaller um, cultures like Inuit um, who are hunting whales for uh, providing food for themselves, when they hunt a blue whale accidentally, that's a, a different story. That's something that most people would still understand uh, when you consider that they live in areas where for six, seven, eight months a year, not a single ship could land or a plane could drop um, some provisions. So they have to make sure on their own survival then this would raise some understanding compared to uh, a small country like iceland 
hunting uh, down the second largest animal of the world entirely for export purposes. So, where does this take us in the future? Well, it takes us into the future um, of the IWC, how that actually um, develops. It's it's very interesting to see mm-hmm. um, how the IWC reacts to um, Japan leaving the IWC, how that will change the IWC, because we have a lot of smaller countries which actually joined the IWC on behalf of Japan. So there there is a big history that um, Japan... Um, paid a lot of um, development aid to small countries and um, they actually just voted in favor of um, of Japan in the IWC. So it's interesting. Oh, politics in action. <laughs> yes, sure. There's a there's interesting to see how that will um, just develop in the in the next couple of years. Um, same goes, of course, for those uh, maritime sanctuaries which got um, established in the Southern Ocean mainly around Australia and, and Antarctica, and how that will probably um, just got expanded. How there will be new sanctuaries. Um, It's just really interesting to see. And it's also interesting to see how countries like the United States, who are actually um, against uh, whaling, but on the other hand are fighting for the Aboriginal and subsistence whaling permit for their um, indigenous people in the Arctic, how how those positions can just, um, yeah, can match with each other. This is an interesting uh, thing to see. We experience that um, the work of the con- conservation um, NGOs really had an impact. So our understanding of whales, um, their role in the marine ecosystem has been um, much, much more important, has become much more important. We understand that. We research that more in detail. And um, when we also see that the International um, Court of Justice Uh, decided on a case between Australia and Japan that for scientific research it's not necessary to kill whales. Um, I know that Mario had a different opinion here. He said some things you you only can analyze when you cut a whale. Um, But uh, there was was this um, lawsuit and um, Australia won that against Japan. So the court just declared it's not necessary to kill a whale for scientific research. All those developments together, um, just interesting to see how that will also change the um, the public opinion. So how the how the public receives whales today has changed tremendously from the from the eighties back in the days, when whale meat also was still in some countries a uh, substitute product for um, rarer uh, land mammal meat, for example. All right, so. Let's leave it at that for now. I uh, thank you for an update on this whole thing and for your own perspective. Um, we'll keep an eye on the developments for sure. And if anything new comes up, we'll talk again more about this here. So this was Curiously Polar episode 69. We are going to be back in a week from now with another interesting topic. You can contact us um, at Curiously Polar on Twitter or just go to the website and yeah... There's enough ways to reach us. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week, take care.